Hello, everyone. I'm Zach Rusk of the Tuscarawas County Convention and Visitors Bureau. Whenever I'm traveling, I make it a point to visit local coffee shops. I find there are little windows to the soul of a town filled with local curiosities, friendly people and conversation, and of course, delicious fresh brewed coffee. One of my favorites is right here in Tuscarawas County. From business meetings to first dates, the Daily Grind is a central location for folks to get together and connect over some delicious coffee and food. Today I'll talk to the Daily Grind's owner, Eric Dietz, to learn a little bit about its history and what other hobbies Eric has. Be sure to leave some room for cream as we enter the other side of Tusk. Welcome back to the other side of Tusk. I'm here with Eric Dietz, owner of the Daily Grind Cafe in downtown New Philadelphia. Eric, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit of how you came to the area and came to uh, own Daily Grind. Well, uh, this is where my family's from. All my sisters and brother were born here. I was born in Utah, uh, about five years old. When I was five, we moved back. This is where my mom's family was from. So we moved back. I grew up here. I went to school in Strasburg and Garraway. Then I started traveling. I did a lot of traveling out west. I did traveling to Florida, all over the place, just, just independently traveling. Finally got back here after I got married and had a child. And then I started going into the Daily Run Cafe which was behind Robert's Men's Shop when it was Robert's. It's now modern menswear, I think. And Matthew Ridgway owned it at that point. He had started it. I was going in as a customer, and about, I don't know, six months later, he said, I'm going to move. I'm going to close the store. I said, oh, really? I really like coming in here. He's like, well, unless you want to buy it. I said, well, maybe. And he told me the price, which was very reasonable. And I thought, oh, well, if I I can gather that money up, I can possibly buy it. So I did. We made made him an arrangement. I bought it. I was still working at Lowe's, too. I had a a job down there. So I worked at Lowe's. I opened the store in the morning, went to Lowe's in the evening. Did that for about a year, and then it started growing. Um, And then I quit my job at Lowe's and kind of moved on from there. It just kept growing and growing. Very good. Um, what a story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Compact, but story, yeah. Um, so a lot has changed in the world between, you know, the days when it first opened and now. I wonder um, what has changed for you running the Daily Grind and how you've adapted to the ever-changing world? Oh, wow. Well, we were almost 29 years in. I think this is our 28th going on a 29th year. Every year you have to adapt. Every year there's something new something different. As we all know, we've just gone through the pandemic and we're still kind of, you know, having little problems from that. Um, But even before the pandemic, there were so many different things. We were in a small location behind Roberts and then we moved across the street to where we are now. We had half that location and then the other half opened up and we just sort of said, yep, we'll take it. So we took the other half and then we got the opportunity to buy the building. So it was just one little thing after another. None of it was planned. All of it was just happenstance. It just sort of happened and we're like, okay, let's give it a shot. So we kept giving it a shot and giving it a shot and it kept working. And of course we had the support from the locals all around. So we wouldn't have been able to do that without them. So it's no secret that the pandemic kind of changed everything. How did Daily Grind survive such a challenging time? Uh, during the pandemic, well, we all know when it happened, and we all shut down. We were allowed to stay open because we were essential. So we brought all of our staff in. We told them, unfortunately, we were going to have to lay them off for an unknown amount of time. 
but they all helped. We, we rearranged the store. We put our checkout right at the front, about five feet in. I think we put barriers up. And then Tammy, my wife, and I ran the store for two, two and a half months mm. by ourselves. We'd go down in the morning, open it up. I think we opened, we were opening at six, but I think we pushed it to seven. We tried to stay open until five, and it was just too much. So then we pushed it to three, I think. So it was like seven to three every day. I worked the kitchen, she worked the counter, she made the drinks. For two months, we did this, two, two and a half months. And then when things started opening up and we were, we, we were lucky enough to get uh, a loan, um, PPP loan, I mm, believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, our bank, uh, First Federal, really helped us out on that. So because we did that, we were able to bring back a few people. So we brought a few people back and just as time progressed, as you know, things just kept changing and moving rapidly. We were probably six to nine months in we were able to move our counter back to the normal counter, put barriers up. We had limited hours, we had limited staff, but over time we got our staff back and we got, we got our customers back. And if it wasn't for those customers that came in every single day, uh, took a chance going out in the world, and every single day they came in and kept us open, I don't know if we would have been here. Well, I think there's a lot of people that are grateful that you, you are still open, myself included. Oh, so that's, that's very, very good. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I find most impressive about Daily Grind is, you know, it's a small town coffee shop competing with, with a chain like Starbucks that's you know, has moved in here relatively recently. Yeah. What are some of the challenges that come along with competing against a chain like that? Well, it's a national chain. It's, it's very, very well known. Um, People have this thing for Starbucks. I'm not sure what it is or why, but they just have to have their Starbucks. It, it hurt us a little bit, but I mean, we managed to kind of get over that hump. But and not slamming Starbucks, I wouldn't do that because they they've allowed us all to be here. You know, they carved this out for all the independents, so we're lucky that they did that for us. Mm. However, when they come into a town, it's not so lucky. You really have to work hard and make adjustments and changes. And personally, I just don't understand when I drive past Starbucks or I'm going to something down that way, there is a line of cars just wrapped around the building, just waiting to get their drink. And I, I, you know, I come from my coffee shop, like, oh, well, they could have just parked, walked in, got their drink, had a conversation with either somebody in the building or one of my staff, got a little fresh air, and probably got their drink faster than they would have waited in line. So to everybody that's listening, I would say, try to do that now and then. Try to support your small coffee shop. Not necessarily just the daily grind, but any small coffee shop. Uh, Don't go to Starbucks every single day. Give us a chance. So it sounds like the advantage between choosing a daily grind over a Starbucks is the experience you get. Would you you agree with that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, Starbucks used to be a place that was fun and nice and, ex- and had you had an experience, but it doesn't seem that way anymore. They just pump the coffee out and pump the coffee out. They're just, I mean, they're so busy. I feel bad for the people that work there because of the amount of business they have. And because of that reason, I think it could be spread out a little more evenly. But yeah, it's, it, it's difficult, but it's also a challenge. It's, it's uh, something that you just like to try to win. So you 
aren't just a coffee shop owner. I understand you're also a photographer. Would you care to speak a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. I started probably in high school with an SLR. I have a lot of photos from when you're back in the 70s when I was in high school. And then I started traveling. I went to California, I think, three different times. I worked at Yosemite National Park in California. Let's see here. I worked in Los Angeles a couple different times. I worked in Santa Monica. Um, I went to Florida. I worked at Disney World. Uh, I went to Chicago. I worked in Chicago, multiple places. Colorado, I worked there too. So I had a lot of places, a lot of beautiful places to go, and I love taking photos and kind of snapping those beautiful shots, those early morning shots or those beautiful sunsets at night. Um, I, I like landscapes much better uh, than um, just taking pictures of people. Um, I think that to me that's just what I like best. So I, I got into it that way and I've been doing it ever since. And started walking, taking walks in the morning uh, up to the local park, to Square Park, and I would take photos. And I would just put them on my Instagram for a daily ride. A lot of people would pay, pay notice to that and give me nice compliments. And, and from there, it just led to working with uh, Kathy Tustin from uh, Art and Soul. She helped me get my, my photos put into uh, cards. And then also we have some that are framed too. Uh, I understand the uh, photo cards that you mentioned, are those available at Daily Grind? Yeah, yeah, we've got a whole rack of those, yeah, absolutely. And I, I freshen them up now and then, so hopefully we'll, it's due for a refresh here this <laughs> summer. So anyway, yeah. So Eric, what's, what does the future hold for you and Daily Grind and photography and all the fun, fun things you do? Oh my, well... Um, I guess we're looking forward to our 30th anniversary, so that's coming up uh, in a year and a half or two. I think it's in August, so it's probably about a year and a half, and we'll have our 30th anniversary. So we're gonna we're, we're gonna be around for that. Some changes at the store. Uh, there's some things I have in mind uh, to do. I don't like talking about them until they're actually done. So, uh, but I always have something in my head spinning around that I want to do. Uh, so, so yeah, there'll be changes at the store. We're, we're now on uh, DoorDash, which is bringing in a, a lot more business than we ever anticipated. Uh, truly, there's a lot of business out there to be had through online orders. Um, and we're making new customers too. We're finding new customers that maybe only found us on the internet. But now they're coming into the store to see what we're all about. After they get their DoorDash delivered to them and they like their food, we're hoping that they'll come back and enjoy the experience in the store. Uh, but that's that's the daily grind for right now. There are some things coming up. Uh, as I said, you'll hear about them when they happen. Um, I wish I could say, but I, I don't want to. I feel like I jinx myself when I talk about things that are down the road. I understand completely. Yeah. So uh, photography, just still taking pictures, you know, getting some nice ones. Look at my Instagram, my daily grind site, um, and you'll see different photos now and then of just things I've taken and and uh, you know give it a like if you like it or let me know what you think um, maybe some I don't know uh, maybe a personal Instagram site just for my photos that might be in the future uh, but I kind of have to squeeze that into everything else so. <laughs> Eric is there anything that I forgot to ask about that you think folks should know just you know I, I guess the most important thing to say is Every small business is, is here because of the locals and the visitors that come in and, and give us a chance. Because when you walk into a new door, 
that's always a little nerve-wracking for anybody opening a door they've never opened before. They can open a Starbucks store or they can open a Walmart door. They can go there every time and they feel very, very comfortable. It's, there's nothing new about that. But going to a small store you've never been to, it takes a little extra. And I admire those people that do that because it's, it's not the easy thing to do. But those that do it keep us going. Now, for folks who might not know, where can they find the Daily Grind? Oh, well, we're in downtown New Philly. It's 153 West High Avenue, right across from the Quaker Cinema. Beautiful cinema built in the 40s. It's got this beautiful facade right in front of it. It's uh, all neon. It was covered up for years and years, and they redid it, so it's gorgeous. So you can't miss it, and just look across the street, and you'll see us. Um, so yeah, that's we're right there. Um, we're on Instagram. We're on DoorDash. Uh, we have our own website. Oh gosh, dailygrindnp.com, I think. Uh, but just look Daily Grind New Philly up and you'll find us. Uh, you can order online there too. So, and our hours are Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Closed on Sundays at this point. If folks wanna give you a call and learn more, where can they do that? Uh, Daily Grind is 330-364-1759. That's our, that's our number at the Daily Grind. Uh, welcome to call there. Um, if they don't answer during the lunch hour, I just have to say this, it's because we're super, super busy. Uh, just uh, give us a few minutes and try back. It's just unfortunate. Sometimes we have to let the phone ring. We can't let the customers in the store just go unattended to. We do want to get to you, so give us a try, a try again. But yeah, give us a call, absolutely. I think that makes a ton of sense, and I imagine people will be patient because it's certainly going to be worth the wait. Yeah, so. well, thank you. I, I would hope so. We've been there going on 29 years, so I guess we're doing something right. I think so, too. Yeah. Eric, thank you very much for your yeah. time. I very much appreciate thank it. Thank you, Zach. I appreciate it. Be sure to check out Daily Grind Cafe on Instagram to see Eric's photos and learn more about the coffee shop. You can discover other exciting locations and more at the Tuscarawas County Convention and Visitors Bureau's website, www.traveltusk.com, or by calling 1-800-527-3387. If there's someone you'd like to hear on the other side of Tusk, you can let me know at office at traveltusk.com. I'm Zach Rusk, and we'll see you next time on the other side of Tusk.